Hello, I'm Adam, he's Alfred, and this is the Rattle On Podcast. Adam, I'm back. You are indeed back. I'm alive. You're very quiet at the minute. You were... Oh, sorry, that was me protecting my voice so I don't cough everywhere. <laughs> oh, I'll just turn you up then. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, you were captain, no voice at all, for a while. Oh. <laughs> um, and in the time... In the time since we were supposed to record and is actually sitting down to record, I have been promoted to Captain Coughs a lot. Yes. (laughs) So listeners, I have my soothers and I have my juice, so if I'm muting myself randomly, it's because of the coughing. I've gotten rid of my cold by giving it to everybody that I know. The classic tactic. That is. It's surprisingly very effective. Uh (laughs) It's it's almost as if the code's designed that way. <laughs> it is, yeah. Cause I was feeling yeah. a bit peaky, like I felt a bit scratchy last week, like about this time last week. And then I went off to Wrexham with my boy Tom, because we did a music thing. And I was feeling a bit worse for wear. I was like, "Oh, this isn't good." Yeah. And then I started feeling bad because Tom has to. He's got this big show on the next few weeks, and I'm worried I've given it to him as well. Um, <laughs> and he has to sing and do all sorts and. Hang on, I'm going to cough. <coughs> not cutting any yourself, you unprofessional bastard. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a mute button. You don't? I have what? a mute button on right on the front of my thing. Oh, no, I don't My microphone. Yeah. I don't care. Fuck you. <laughs> give give you all my cold. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so I was feeling a bit rough, and then went out to Rex and played gig. It was good. And we were out all night. Um, yeah. And I didn't... We we didn't go back to where we were staying until about three in the morning, and then we didn't sleep until like five. And then we Classic were up. Classic showbiz lifestyle. Not even. And then we were up and off <laughs> at about ten or eleven. Um. And so and then yeah, then the Friday I was like, oh, this this throat's getting worse. And then Saturday came and I had an entire a day of band practice. All day was a band practice. I was feeling really bad. I was like, this is no good. I'm going <laughs> to cough again. <coughs> Fuck you. Um, yeah, so so Saturday, all day band practice. And that did me in some more. And then Saturday night, I went out for my mate's birthday because it was a 20th. God, she's young. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, I had to be 20 again. <laughs> and... Um, <coughs> Perhaps you know, I, did, I didn't have a lot, but I had enough to anger my throat. Um, yeah, that usually uh, means more than one. Yeah, is <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer. Um, <laughs> and then I didn't get back until three a.m. on uh, Sunday morning, and then I had another same band, another practice that day for a few hours, uh, and then we were but meant to go out for the same friend's birthday her birthday we we were meant to go out and do another thing on Sunday because some people weren't available and then blah 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 and now I feel really bad because I, I, I had to cancel like, at the very last minute because I got back I got dropped off with my gear back at the house yeah. and I, I, I brought yeah. all my gear upstairs and I sat down on my bed and I just sort of went 
I think I might um, die in a minute. And I just felt <laughs> I'm, my throat I'm not just getting up again. <laughs> yeah, I just felt my throat go, no. And it just collapsed in on itself. And I was like, oh. And I just, and then the next thing I remember is waking up about four hours later. And I was, <laughs> I was down in the kitchen and my dad was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm having all the soup and all the bread. That's what I'm doing. He's like, oh. That's my go-to as well. Yeah, he's like, You're oh. feeling under the weather, you go soup crazy. Soup mad. So I hit the soup hard. And then yesterday, I went out, same group of friends, we went out for a, a wee lunch. And uh, apparently I've given that cold to all of them. <laughs> um, but I feel, I feel really bad on the Sunday cancelling because I cancelled at the very last minute and then I later found out that everybody else had had to cancel as well or just didn't show up. So... Uh, yeah. Well, so at least you good. had a you know pre-existing excuse. <laughs> yeah, and I went out for the night out, which Charlie knows I despise clubs. So, <laughs> like, she's like, "That's fair enough." She's like, "You, yeah. you, you're, you're allowed." I was like, "Cheers." Yeah. Um, you, you made an effort and killed yourself in the process. Yeah. So it's and fine. then, and then, yeah. And then, to my surprise, like yesterday and today, I'm just like, I feel quite, quite a lot better. Um, I'm gonna, I'm just taking it easy, but I didn't do that thing I was meant to do for today i.e. watch the film we're going to talk about because <laughs> I started you've doing... had extra time and everything Alfred I, I, technically no that's yeah. not that's no no yeah. no 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 not today specifically <laughs> because of a different band we've had to move our recording up by a few hours because what I would have done is right now I would have sat down and started watching the film finish it by the time we'd be recording but they've fucked up my schedule again um <laughs> so we blame them for this one but it's fine i remember it it's whatever but uh yeah i've been doing some graphic design stuff which is fun it's not i'm really bad at it uh like most things and then <laughs> and i've got hopefully i'll see alex on thursday and we can plan out these two presentations we have to deliver next week when we go back to university um, because we haven't done that yet. <laughs> Group work's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that, you you do really need to get that done. <laughs> Look again, I, yeah. I I sit on the cushion of the first year doesn't actually count towards the degree. It's just mm. like a provisional thing, so they can assess where you're at, which I don't care for. I might, yeah. nah, but I, um, whatever. Like that. It should count. It should bit. count, yeah. We've said that we've we've talked about that enough times, yeah. I think. But uh, so I'm, I'm not too worried, and the stuff that we've got to talk about shouldn't be too tricky for us to pull together in a day. Um, yeah, just stand up and wing it. <laughs> kind of, I think. Hopefully, he can come round, and we'll we'll literally we'll just spend the day with our laptops, and we'll sit next to each other, and we'll sort these presentations out by the time he leaves. Um. Uh, and yeah, because I mean, even though, because I, I think the probably the, we've got to avoid getting in our heads about it, because the presentations are only worth like twenty percent of the overall module uh, grade. So, yeah, it's like oh, the twenty percent makes the difference between like a a two two and a two one, or two, you know, maybe depending on how strong your essay is, a two one and a first, but. Like I say, it doesn't really count, so I'm, as long as we pass, it's fine. <laughs> Next year, yeah. we'll worry about doing things properly. <coughs> oh, but, but, but will that improve your... Co- 
<laughs> your timekeeping on it. Yeah, we'll worry about it more, but that won't change anything. <laughs> no, I think the timekeeping. The time my time management skills will upgrade where the necessity is. Yeah. So that's how I was, that's how I've always worked in in life. It's like whenever there's a thing, and it's like you have yeah. to do it, and you've got now to do it, and then and I'm just like, well, how important is it? It's like, well, it's not that important. Yeah, whatever. And then it's like, oh no, this is a important thing. Let's go. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think like I say, it's just and plus the way oh, you know the things have been going on the past few weeks. It's like fuck it, I'm not bothered. <sighs> Big picture, <laughs> I don't care about these presentations. The essays <laughs> I put the effort in on, but uh, those presentations can do one. Um, what have you been doing? Well, last week I was off work. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and picked up the cold right at the end of it, which well, is. That's, that's Better than the picking yeah. up at the start of it, which is, yes. I suppose. And, so, and apart from doing the, the usual gaming and whatever else, so we went to Ikea. <laughs> I love Ikea. It's the first time I've been in one as Ikea's an adult. The best. Did you have lunch? Um, no, we didn't. Oh, Ikea food has lunch. no right being as good as it is. <laughs> it's just sweeten for you, doing things right. <laughs> oh. um, no, but it was just interesting actually going in and seeing it <laughs> you know I think uh, I've been in Ikea a couple of times just as a kid mm. and you know when you're a kid and you're not actually shopping yourself you're just dragged around by parents or family mm. or whatever see I never for minded the day. that yeah but you, you're you not paying attention to the shop you're running yeah. about daft yeah. <laughs> you know looking at all the fake apartments and stuff yeah Those finding cool. something interesting as a kid so interesting to go back as an adult and think, oh, what I would do if I had money. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. yeah, ripping out kitchens and replacing mm. them with stuff that's cool. <laughs> like, those, like those mad one-touch cupboards. Yeah. Well, you, don't, you don't even press it, you just sort of you, you nudge it and it goes, I will open for you now. And then you nudge it again and it shuts for you and it's like, <laughs> how dare you, witchcraft. Yeah, oh no, they're, they're good. But my favourite part of it, though, was when we got... You go th- all the way through the showroom and then back down into the warehouse, but... Mm. It, you know, it was there for chest of drawers. Picked out the one I wanted and went to the thing. Oh, that's when you sent me that picture. Yeah, p- picked up the box, took it through to the, the checkout bit, mm. went to the self-scan because it was the least busy, you know, and then spent five minutes searching the box for a barcode. Couldn't find one <laughs> anywhere on it. You know, so just pressed the thing and waited for someone to come round and then they went, oh, this is box two. Uh, you need box one and box two. I'm like, oh, well, that explains a lot. <laughs> Why are there two boxes? Because it was massive. Blimey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, the, the chest of drawers isn't that big. It's kind of chest. Oh, now I've seen the like, pictures. Yeah. It's not, like, unduly massive in that yeah. sense, but it came in two boxes. and Seems mad. And it's just one of those, it's written on the label on the shelf in really small writing, two boxes. Uh-huh. But if you don't read that, <laughs> you don't know. You're not known for your reading. Yeah. Oh, it's the kind of thing you walk up and think, oh, there's a box, yeah. I'll have that one. <laughs> uh, so th- that was good fun. And then I discovered the problem with, you know, plain cardboard boxes with no holes or anything in them mm. is that they're incredibly slidey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and when they're very, very heavy, that makes it incredibly difficult to move them. <laughs> yep. Any any distance, especially when it's wet. 
Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's been well wet up there, isn't it? Yeah. Ooh. Well, it's been it's wet all over, snow- really. Yeah, it's been snowing here now. Fucking Blimey. You know, it, it's so, so much for get, summertime, stupid it's, calendar. It's starting to get vaguely mild here. Yeah, that I, seems to be I the trajectory. I use the word vaguely and mild very loosely. <laughs> that seems to be the trajectory according to the weather mm. forecast. But So I struggled with all of that and brought it, <laughs> brought it up and then, you know, spent the afternoon building the stupid thing. <laughs> I love IKEA furniture. Yeah. Well, I, like the, I like building the, IKEA furniture. Yeah, I didn't mind it. It's not like I struggled with it or, th- or anything. It's incredibly easy to do. And you've got the instruction book as well if you don't know how to do something. Yeah. yeah it's not... It, it is idiot-proof in that sense. You know, they give you everything you need. It's fantastic need how many people tend to fuck it up, though. Yeah, because they don't read the instructions. Mm. Or assume that they are smarter than the people that designed the fucking thing. <laughs> Which Never is my favourite version of that. Yeah. Uh, it's just... Time consuming that was all, mm. but equally, I took my time doing it. It's not like I rushed, just stuck Netflix on in the background. I just spent a couple of hours doing it. What did you watch? Yeah, uh, still game. What the hell is that? Oh, thanks for uh, anime. No, no, <laughs> no, it's a sitcom thing. It, oh. It's a BBC uh, sitcom, Ooh, it's really? based in uh, it's, it's based on uh, a couple of pensioners the scottish pensioners in glasgow and a fictional bit of glasgow that they've invented of and course. all their pals and the shenanigans they get up to it's quite funny that sounds hilarious yeah. just on those few words you had yeah. me at scottish pensioners to be honest. <laughs> yeah oh. so there's a load of the the earlier series on uh netflix and there's a couple of new series that mm. came out because the, the original run of the series was six uh, series long Mm. And that was like 2005 kind of year. Blimey, it's an old one then. Yeah. So it's like, I can't remember. Oh, I, got I can't really remember annoyed. which year it started. What's that I got really annoyed with Netflix. Why? What did it do? Well, they've, they've just added new episodes of Doctor Who. They haven't. They've just added the wedding of River Song with the husbands of River Song. <laughs> the Christmas special from the other year. Um,. Mm. About five days ago, I bought it on Amazon for like three quid. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't need to watch that episode again. Because I, I remember watching it at Christmas, like 2015 or whatever, and being like, this is dog shit. Um, and I was like, this is garbage. And I was like, I need to re-watch that episode because I haven't, you know, I need, I need, I'm going over it all again. I'm like, I need to, I'll give th- some things a second chance. Yeah. Some things. Um, <laughs> not the Incredible Hulk, God. Uh, <laughs> no, well, it, it's had its second chance, and it's it has. No, yeah. it's not made any difference. God, that actually f- sent me to sleep last the other week when we talked about it. Um, yeah. but uh, yeah, and then they've added it on Netflix, and I'm just I'm a bit annoyed. At first, I got really excited because it's like a yeah, new episode. It's got that little Netflix banner on the icon. It's like new episodes. I was like, oh, have they added series ten? I thought that's a bit quick, um, <laughs> and then you're like, "Oh, it's <laughs> one episode." I was like, "They couldn't have even got the Christmas special from the next year, so they they couldn't like they couldn't even get um, the return yeah. of Doctor Mysterio <laughs> or whatever." Yeah, um, <laughs> and I was just that that bothered me a bit. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, it's still just, game on. It's good. That's I'm going to watch it. Is it? As I said, that's that's the kind of original run that's on. I think that's all, all six seasons that's on it just now. I shall find um, it. I shall watch it. And there, there's been two recently. It's a, it's came back. You know, the second series of its new run is just on. Ah, yeah. Just now on iPlayer and stuff. Oh, cool. I'll um, check it out. So the, the, there's a seventh season in the middle series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was on last year. You know, so it's good. It's timeless in that sense because it's a couple of guys. It's uh, they're not actually pensioners. They you know make they, up and everything yeah. else, and uh, it's good. Oh, check it out. Yeah, you should. I enjoyed it immensely as usual, um, and built a fantastic set of drawers <laughs> that will last until the day I die. Hopefully. <laughs> They'll last until the day you move and you try to move them and they break. As yeah, is, oh, as is the existence <laughs> of all IKEA furniture. <laughs> and that uh, should survive. No. <laughs> well, it depends how careful I'll, you are. I, I will not let you trick yourself. No. <laughs> oh, it better survive. <laughs> yeah. So that's my exciting. That was the most exciting thing that happened to me, apart from watching more anime. <laughs> oh God! You got a problem? Nah, yeah. I'm, nah, you're right. It's a, it's a disease, but it's a happy one. <laughs> yeah. Unlike the fucking cold. Unlike my yeah. disease with Doctor Who, that's an unhappy one. <laughs> yeah, I've been rewatching uh, Fairy Tale. What is this? This is anime about wizards and stuff. It's good. Have you told me about this one? Not on Let's this not. podcast, I think. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I have or not. Oh, Probably. Oh. Enjoy it. It's good. It's got it's a good it's one of the it's got a very good mix of, you know, humour and serious moments in it. Is the it on Netflix? No. Oh, good. You can't make me watch it then. <laughs> handy dandy. Excellent. Yeah, I enjoy it. it oh, that's good though. It's good that you enjoy it. Yeah, you know my feelings on these things. I, I, it's, I, it's like, I, I better enjoy it, otherwise there's no point rewatching it all. It's true. <laughs> you know, all 300 episodes or whatever it is. Fuck me. Yeah. 300? I haven't rewatched all all 300 yet, but I'm... You know, a fair chunk of the. You know, out. I read somewhere that like EastEnders is because c- technically they don't do seasons of soaps; it's just ever ongoing. So yeah, technically, yeah. every episode is episode one, but it's like one point two, one point three. Um, I read somewhere that they're up to like episode five thousand and something mad. It's like five thousand six hundred and seventy or something, and I was yeah. like, "That's crazy." Yeah, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> I suppose that's what happens when you're on twice a week for 50 years straight. Yeah. So, uh, I'll never understand them at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not bothered so, with Soaps is just one of those things that just I will not get it. Yeah, I'm not just, fussed with them. But uh, that, still, that's an impressive run. Imagine it's trying very to, impressive. That's, imagine that's, trying that's, to catch up on a soap. <laughs> It's like when people say that like, Law and Order is the longest running TV show or something like that, and then you're like, no, the soaps. The soaps mm. have been running for like decades longer than that. <laughs> you're like, fuck's sake, man. <laughs> Faux show. Uh, I'll watch. I'll watch some good stuff. 
the past couple of weeks. Oh, actually, no, speaking of EastEnders. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, End it's, it now. It's, it's a weirdly convenient little segue. I th- genuinely not planned. But uh, I watched, there's, there's, a, there's a BBC film on Netflix that I watched. It's called Babs. And it's uh, sort of... Babs? Sort of a, a biopic about Barbara Windsor, um, right. told from the perspective of I think like a fifty-year-old version of her when she was a sort of bit down on her luck in the mid-nineties, and the the setup for the telling of her her kind of journey into stardom is told through her kind of having a conversation with herself or having a conversation with. Uh, her dad in her mind while she's alone in this theatre. Uh it's quite it's quite an interesting story mechanic. And the the genuine Barbara Windsor does show up in a at a couple of points, which is quite interesting. And there's a couple of actresses who play her for you know, for different ages and eras. Um yeah, d- d- dramatic reconstructions or Yeah. Like. Well yeah, and it's it's all it's all done quite nicely. I think it's based on a book she wrote or something. Uh, probably her autobiography one assumes. Um, <laughs> well, hopefully it's not yeah. a fictional, <laughs> a fictional crime yeah. drama series. Or something. But, yeah. but, um, <laughs> Someone's got this horribly wrong. <laughs> no, it's quite interesting though. It's very entertaining and quite compelling. And sort of, um, she she's got an interesting story. Um, yeah, uh, she's been in showbiz and it's all long fucking. She has time, been in showbiz. I met her once. I met her when I was younger. She was very lovely. Um, she's That's ge- good to hear. it's one of the things they they get kind of. It's, it's weird that I can comment on it, but they got it right in the show. It's like just how friendly she is to people. She's this kind of very optimistic person who sort of sees the best in people, uh, yeah. but at the same time she knows how to not get messed about. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she's an interesting life, and it goes. It sort of it covers key things. So it covers a bit of her childhood. I look at the re- oh bloody hell, my phone just vibrated. Sorry. Um, sorry, I didn't hear that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but now you know, and uh, <laughs> it, it's sort of a her childhood and relationship with her dad, and then how that affected her relationship with men going forward, uh, and then sort of the stu- you know she was a singer at Ronnie Scott's and uh, the plays she did and how she got into the Carry On films, and then. It kind of it ends, like it ends in like I think it ends on nineteen ninety three or four or something. It's just before she gets on EastEnders, and she's like she's really down on her luck, and she's talking to her, uh, I think fiance or husband, and he's like, ah, oh, don't don't worry about it. Something will come along, and then it's sort of the end card is like, ah, oh, she joined EastEnders next year, and blah 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 blah. Um, but I, I thought it was really interesting. It's like you know, BBC films are quite good when they do them. It's funny because I forgot that the BBC sometimes make films. <laughs> I was yeah, like, oh yeah, they, they do. They do a lot of good things. They do proper things from time to time. Yeah, and then the, the BBC's funny that way because you could easily split it apart into the bits that garner controversy and the bits that are actually quite good <laughs> yeah yeah but i thought it was yeah. re- i thought it was a really interesting film and a very interesting story and like she's she's a very interesting person the character 
Um, say like an hour and a half, you know, if, if like you're ever sort of stuck scrolling and you're like, oh, what shall I watch? And you can't decide, shall I rewatch Doctor Who again? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're sat there going, For the oh. 50,000th team and yeah. you're just... <laughs> yeah. And, you know, if you're there and you're like, you're looking for something to watch, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd put it on. It's quite, yeah. it's quite no. interesting. No, next time I go to IQ. <laughs> yeah, next time you go to IQ. Come back with two very heavy boxes. Yeah, well, no, because actually, no, I don't think it's something you'd want on in the background, because that's what I did with it. I put it on in the background, and then I was just going to get on with some design stuff. And about and then just sat and watched it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of I yeah. skipped the opening because the the, the 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 opening scene is very interesting. It's the setup for where she is at that point in the nineties. And then the first flashback immediately cuts to like when she's a kid and she's at an audition and she's singing a song, and I don't care for that. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I, uh, it's mainly I just don't like kids singing <laughs> show tunes. I'm like, Ugh. but that's just me. Um, but very much kind of the first kind of ten fifteen minutes, I was there and I was I was looking up and down and I kind of went, actually no, this looks oh, it kind of got me and I was there and then by the time we got to the end, I sort of thought. I'd like I'd like it if this went on for another sort of twenty minutes. I wouldn't mind if it went on a little bit longer. Get to see a bit more of the story. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really interesting. As uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe worth a watch for some people. I don't know. Yeah, do what you want? <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, I haven't watched because it's in the show notes. I haven't watched the Westworld season two trailer, and I I refuse to. Because you don't need to. No, but because you've been tra- you'd a- been actively avoiding Star Wars trailers last year, and then yeah. you've been trying to avoid Avengers. You couldn't have been because we've been talking because I've been talking to you about it. Someone's trying. Yeah, to avoid no, Avengers, I, I, so. I caved on Avengers. Yeah. It was impossible to avoid, and then you know, I made got, us talk got, about it. Yeah, and then going to like so Black Panther and stuff. Yeah, the trailers were yeah. inescapable, and that we went to. We saw uh, Black Panther and whatever, something else before that, and it was in the the new iSense Odeon screen, and that's, do you know what the difference is in the iSense screen, is they turn the volume up too high. <laughs> that, that's that's the only real difference. <laughs> oh, I, I, I've, I've spoken to you about it. I booked my Avengers Infinity War ticket, midnight screening, baby. Hoo, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> Because oh, cause I had, like, quite a few reward points. <laughs> set up. So I was like, yeah. I got my ticket for, like, seven quid. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Um, I'm really fucked off. My local cinema's only showing Infinity War in 3D. Oh, no. Like, there are no. no 2D screenings for it. So no. I'm just I'm just there going, uh, ex fucking excuse me. And so I'm going to go watch it that midnight screening. I'm going to look, like, next week, I think. I'm going to have a look at... a. a a cinema that's slightly further afield and see if they've got any screenings for a day after or a couple of days after. Um, yeah, and I'm going to go watch it in 2D again because yeah. I just... 3D is just not worth it. It's, it's no good. It doesn't improve. It's it. no good. Now look, I don't mind... This is the thing. I save money. I've got glasses. I've got the world's comfiest 3D glasses. I've got the Harry Potter ones from Deathly Hallows Part 2 which are sh- shaped to be Harry Potter's glasses. Um, and they well, by snapping them in half and putting tape on them. No, they're the rounded <laughs> ones, you pillock. Um, <laughs> the result, however, is that they fit my head very comfortably, and I don't notice that I'm wearing them. 
Whereas with the standard sort of real 3D ones, because they're meant to be a one-size-fits-all affair and they're yeah. designed to go over people's glasses, they're quite big and bulky and very uncomfortable yeah. to wear. They're, they're supposed to be one-size-fits-all, which yeah. means they fit absolutely no, no human being yeah. in life. Whereas these, the Harry Potter ones, they're one-size-fits-all, fit, but they, they're not... You can't put them over glasses. <laughs> so the result is they're not colossal. Um, but yeah, I find them to be most comfortable so those are what i wear when i go and watch 3d films if i find myself having to do that um which you do in this case i do local cinema i'm so fucked off i don't know why it is though i really don't it's black panther they had 2d 3d screenings i'm gonna check i'm gonna bloody check right now adam i'm gonna google it i'm gonna see if they've added them what's annoyed me is that there's one eye sense screen, you know, that's screen one. That's the special screen. I think oh, the showing Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring. That's not what you're looking for. No, but <laughs> that I never got to see it in the cin- I never got to see any of the Lord of the Rings in the cinema. I was too young. Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like that would be a good experience. I can't find my damn cinema on their list. Oh, there it is. <laughs> nah, still 3D. Well, that's just terrible. Oh, but they're out of the 2D ones, the bastards. Oh, do you know what? I'm going to have a look if I can get a seat. But, so the midnight screening is 3D only. I'm going to have it right now, live on recording the podcast air. You know what I meant to say. <laughs> recording the podcast air. <laughs> that's, that's great. I like that. That's a, that's a brilliant bullshit marketing phrase. <laughs> I, I'm going to have a look, see if I can get a bloody... Oh, no, I haven't got enough insider points to get a good discount. I've got 6p worth of... <laughs> oh, shit on me. Uh, now booking, coming soon. Oh, just show me the bloody... Fuck to you! <laughs> Uh, but my point about the eye sensor... You I think talk, sc- I'll do this. Yeah, I, th- I think the screen is actually uh, slightly bigger. And what they've done is that this this sound system has more speakers and a lot more fucking subwoofers and bass fucking turned up. And the volume is just too high. It's just mm. louder. It's unnecessarily louder. And that makes it absolutely impossible to sit and dodge trailers <laughs> when you're in that screen because in normal screens at normal cinema volume if I stick my fingers in my ears I, and shut my eyes I can't hear it mm. well at least not well enough that I can pick everything out whereas oh, you stick your fingers in the ears are still available sense. sorry I got really yeah. excited <laughs> when I'm sitting in the eye sense I do that and I can still hear it perfectly <laughs> so that made dodging Avengers trailers impossible yeah and uh, thought, well, at least we can chat about them and that will keep you happy. This is good. I'm going to buy another ticket. <laughs> to a proper screening this time? Yeah. What are you going to do? Sell your midnight <laughs> showing one for like... Fuck that, time? I'm just going to go watch <laughs> it twice. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure you'll enjoy it anyway. So it's yeah, I'll go watch it at midnight, and then 12 hours later, I'll go and watch it in 2D again. Yeah, and then really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. 
You're like, this is how it's supposed to be. No, but I always do this with the big Marvel films because my problem is that I I watch when I'm first watching them, I'm watching them in excitement, going, "Oh, cool Marvel film!" I'm not really watching them. It's <laughs> yeah. so right. Um. It specifically, like, kind of cool. Star Wars is the last thing that I did that with. Um, oh God, this one find out I've got no money. <laughs> yeah, I don't have enough money. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm poor. Oh well. Yeah. Eh, oh well. I've I've already got my midnight screening. It's fine. <laughs> Look, the uh, the thing here is, it's not the end of the world because I'm still going to get to go and see it. Yeah. Uh, the bad news is. Maybe I'll get Alex to buy us tickets and we'll go watch it together. <laughs> Just <laughs> raw pimento. That's Straight. good. Yeah, yeah. You know. But, um... Oh, trailers, they're hard to avoid. Yeah. But even if you haven't watched Westworld Season 2's trailer, are you looking forward to it? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. I, I am show. and I'm not because at the same time, I feel like the first series ends in such a manner that we don't need a second series. But at the same time, it ends in a way that you can have a second series. So yeah. it's one of the best ways to end a series. Yeah, it it's one of those. Yeah, you could have ended it there and called it, you know, just a, a brilliant one-off, mm. ten-part or whatever. And you know, but they pumped so much money into it that that was never happening. <laughs> mm. It was. It's clearly been, you know, kind of created and set up to be the replacement for Game of Thrones long long term wise is being the kind of flagship cool thing that HBO make um, mm. you know with Game of Thrones finishing at, well the start of next year now uh, God but yeah I'm looking forward to it I mean we'll, we get some in the trailer you get some clips of you know Shogun World and all that that we know about it's good it looks interesting <laughs> And it's one of the few TV shows I've enjoyed watching week by week because you get time to just sit and think about it instead of binging it all. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a show that suits it perfectly because there's always so much stuff I'm, going on. And I'm going to have to rewatch the first series. Yeah, I was thinking that. I will acquire it. And send it to me. <laughs> I, was, I was probably going to go and get it on Blu-ray when I had a chance. Because <laughs> it's, it's just that good. I only buy things I like on Blu-ray. Well, yeah, that would have, I'd buy the, things I really like on 4K Blu-ray, but I don't have a fucking 4K Blu-ray player because Sony are cheap bastards and couldn't be fucked to put one in the PS4 Pro. But yeah, hey, they're ruining technology too. <laughs> I know it pisses me off. Oh, we did it to save money. You own the fucking drives. You could put them in there for nothing if you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh well. Prince. Silly Sony. Not giving you your 4K Blu-ray player. Look, I'm just saying <laughs> I probably shouldn't have cancelled my Xbox One X pre-order. <laughs> nah, 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 What are we going to talk about? Let's talk about something. Do, 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 do. Iron Man 3. Don't know why I'm singing the chain. Well, how well do you remember it if you haven't watched it? I remember that I despise it. 
<laughs> what do you despise about it? Fucking most of it. All the Iron Men's. No, I like that. That's good. I like I like Tony's characterization, the, his PTSD from the Avengers incident. Yep. Um, I like what I like Rhodey's part in the film as the Iron Patriot uh, yeah, I love that, Ben that is a dumb name <laughs> well see the thing it's not even whatever we'll get into that later um, I like Ben Kingsley as a choice for a character in this film I dislike what they do with that character um, I like the bit where it ends <laughs> and I really like the bit where they've CGI'd Robert Downey Jr.'s head onto another guy's body at the very end of the film where he's throwing the arc reactor into the ocean which I don't think that's very safe um, because Robert Downey Jr. had like broken his wrist or his ankle or something while filming and so he wasn't available for that day so they just CG'd his head onto him and you can't really notice but now that i've pointed it out i bet you can't not notice it yeah i didn't notice it i certainly didn't notice it at the time now you will um (laughs) i think it's also the last time the iron man suits looked good in the films um i think since iron man 3 which one there's so any of them any of them (laughs) it's the last time the iron man suits look any good yeah, um, I've had a couple of conversations about it on Facebook and it since I watched it. Mm. Yeah, the couple of people do that comment. It's like, oh, I really like the Iron Man suit. I'm like, which one? <laughs> <laughs> like, be specific. Pro- Come on. <laughs> generally, when people say that, I assume they're referring to the Mark Forty Two, which is the main yeah. suit. Um, uh, that was the one that we're referring to, but it's yeah. it's a funny joke. You go, which one? There was about fifty. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. I. There are a lot of choices that Shane Black made with this film. And I'm a big Shane Black fan. I really love Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That is literally one of my favourite films. It's probably my favourite Christmas movie. Um, And it's one of my favourite Robert Downey Jr. movies. Um, I really like Nice Guys. uh, And there's other stuff that he's done. Fucking Predator. Predator. I think he did, he did Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon's pretty good. Um, uh, you know, it's just, I, I think he wrote those. What was he directed? I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. I don't know, <laughs> but but kind of, he, you know, he's, he's a writer more than a director. Hang on, I'm going to check. He's only got six credits as a director. He did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang in 2005, which is fantastic. And then his next credit is Iron Man 3 for directing. So that's that's a that's a big jump. Um, yeah, it's a good I, couple of years anyway. <laughs> I maintain that he is a good writer. I maintain he's a good director, but I kind of my objections with Iron Man three are as a Marvel fan, not as a kind of film fan, because I think yeah, the film is solid. I think it's like I say, it's written well, it's directed well. Everybody gives a good performance in it. It's just there are those character choices. And so is the, the hang-up the, the, the elephant in the room of the way the Mandarin's used? That pisses me off. Um, it's the, a good twist, though. It's, it's, it is it's, and it isn't, because then the, the later problem is that in a one-shot, they set up that the, the, uh, 
Guy Pearce wasn't the Mandarin uh, either. He He's just egotistical, but there is actually a proper Mandarin out there somewhere. And the problem is, I think the MCU kind of ran ahead of itself since then, and they've forgotten to bother with that. Um, yeah. I, I would have assumed that there isn't one. Just on the, that basis. No. the the way it's used in the film, I like the twist because it's unexpected, and it's something different that you wouldn't. Have yeah, no, you expected not, them to do again. It's, you're not wrong. It's a good twist. Yeah, but it's I the wrong it, twist. It it falls a little bit flat because it leaves you with Guy Pierce's villain, who's he sucks. Yeah, he's not a very good villain. Just an. Which is a classic Marvel movie. Problem. Oh, I don't like the powers. What are the powers of the the extremists? I don't they get can it. Burn shit. They they're, heat up. They're I mean, hot. Yeah. Is that it? Well, that seems to be it. It's it melts through dumb. fucking steel and shit. Oh, it's dumb. Don't like it. Don't care yeah. for it. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. I don't like the kid. The kid was annoying. Uh. Not the act, the performance is good, but the character of the child that Tony Stark encounters is annoying. Um, yeah, I didn't find him that annoying. It's just, uh, I, was, I found him believable. I've, yeah, I found him believable, but he's believably yeah. annoying. <laughs> See, I think that's that's the 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 two things that I think dictates how you feel about the film. Your your viewpoint on the Mandarin twist and whether you dislike or dislike that as a thing. And the relationship between Tony and the kid, I think, is the key to the film. Because it's it's the first time you really see Stark properly rattled. Yeah. And it's you see you actually get to watch him trying to paper over the cracks in his own ego and his own mm. personality and his own kind of vision of himself where he, he snaps at the kid and then he jokes with him and he's nice to him again and he yeah. apologizes to him and then he snaps at him again. You know, in it, it, it just you, you see him fighting that battle and trying it to is, yeah, rebuild yeah. himself, and that that's key to the entire thing. Again, and I like that. I like that. That's yeah. that's that is one of the aspects I do like in Iron Man Three. Is that yeah that kind? Of, I, the thing is, because we put Iron Man Three down to watch because we remember it being bad. Yeah. Um. But the thing is, is it's not as bad as we all think it is, and I know uh, that. I just yeah. wanted to put it down because, like, it's that thing where I was like, I kind of I need to go back and watch that film because I haven't, and I just haven't had the chance. And what I'll probably yeah. do is when I get back later, I'll probably watch it. Um, we, we can talk about it a little bit more again. Just you can I think we might have to. Yeah. if you if it's you, cha- you've changed your mind about this it because will be it, fun. It, we'll we'll talk a bit about it now and then I'll watch it and we'll <clears> talk about it properly. Yeah. Because it, it surprised me because I think through collective osmosis I've taken aboard that memory of it being utterly dreadful <laughs> mm. you know as the internet kind of paints it in a lot of ways and whether it's been sarcastically joked as being bad or even though it was fine or whatever it it's came across that way and i've kind of because i haven't seen it since it came out it's i've kind of just internalized that as oh yeah that that was just that was the worst one that was just terrible but re-watching it again i thought oh, i'm actually really enjoying this and i was liking all the things, and because I'm not as much of a Marvel fan, I enjoyed the twist with the Mandarin. I don't have any affinity with that character, no. so I don't see it as a. And 
in the same terms of it being a missed opportunity to bring yeah, no, his arch nemesis in. Although I do understand why you wouldn't like that twist because it yeah. throws all of that away. <laughs> and it does kind of mean that as far as the MCU is concerned, you can't really have the Mandarin and bring that character in in the same way that the comics is. You would need to bastardise it somehow and bring him in. Yeah, if you were this, do this it. Is whether you give him a new name or something just for the films or something. No, no, bad. no, 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 because it's like I said, there is that Marvel one shot, which I think was a DVD extra on the Iron Man three, which the the Marvel one shots are all canon, um, for the MCU, and this one shot is all it's called All Hail the King, and it's basically a glimpse at uh, Ben Kingsley's character. What was his name? Trevor. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm just so called Trevor. It's just a it's just a job. <laughs> It's funny. Ben Kingsley's great. He's never he's never bad. Um, yeah, it's a brilliant performance. It really sells the twist. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's yeah. great. Like I say, it's that thing. It's like it is. It is a good film. It just it does. It's these choices. It's these creative mm. choices. Where again, the twist is good, and you don't see it coming, and then it happens. And you go, oh shit! But then it's like ah, and the it thing just it just leaves you with the boring Guy Pierce. Yeah, exactly. Because oh, because he was left on a rooftop. Fucking yeah. What a grudge! <laughs> the, thing, the thing that really gets me upsets me about it is that Ben Kingsley is the perfect choice to play that character. Yeah, and like you see when he's playing the Mandarin, and it's like, yeah. and he does it, and you're just like, "Fuck, that guy's menacing. That's a scary dude." Yeah, it's like, whoa. Um, but it, it, it's just to say, in in the Marvel one shot, um, or Hell the King, it's you see Trevor, and he's in prison, and. All the prisoners, they kind of they like him because he's he's kind of entertaining. He's he's a bit of a laugh, and they they kind of they all recognise him as being the big bad, because um, it kind of it came out that he wasn't, but he was. So it's that kind of thing, um, and he gets, I think he's in a cell or something. Someone comes to visit him, and they're pissed off, um, and it's basically the implication. I don't remember what the exact line is, but it's something along the lines of um, my client is not happy with how you keep presenting yourself. And the implication is that the Mandarin is a real person and Mm. that it wasn't Guy Pearce's... What was his name? Aldrich Killian. Um, It wasn't him. He was just a bit big in his boots. Uh, I always assumed that you... The the Mandarin was just the fictional character. No, well this that is they, this that is the they thing. created like as far as they were concerned, sort of idea. It is it's this interesting thing because one one of, one of the other uh, uh, this is another Iron Man villain, which is basically a big ass dragon, <laughs> which has got a really dumb name and I can't remember the fucking <laughs> name of it. Hang on, I'm gonna Google it. Big ass Iron Man Iron dragon. Man <laughs> dragon. Dragon. Oh, it's a dragon. Fing Fang Foom. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It's cracking. But um, if, if you, as you know, you watch the film, but uh, Aldrich Killian, he's got a big dragon tattoo on him. Yeah. Um, so my kind of headcanon is that he isn't the Mandarin. He's Fing Fang Foom in a kind of bastardized, bastardized version of that character because they couldn't really put a big-ass dragon on Iron Man 3. Although, I think it would have been fucking wicked if they did, but they didn't. Um, so they create this, you know, he's... Because, well, in the comics, Extremists, which the, that group is based off of, in the comic, they're not 
molten people. They are they're go- they're people that have ripped off the Iron Man armor and have done it better than Tony Stark. Um, that that's that's what it is in the extremist comic. So they've kind of yeah. they've molded that with the big ass dragon, and he's this molten guy, and he spits fire basically. And it's so my kind of headcanon is uh, he's the dragon, and then the Mandarin is actually out there somewhere. And then that that kind of that one shot supports my little headcanon. There, and I'm sure I'm not the only person who thinks that because yeah. it's 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 kind of given that tattoo. It's kind of any kind of Marvel fan has probably looked at it and gone, "Oh, he's a dragon. Oh, Fing Fang Foom." Um, but uh, they don't have podcasts, so fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> or at least uh, no podcast we listen to. <laughs> no, but uh, but but yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, uh, it, it does more right than it does wrong, and that's fair play. Yeah, and it introduces it, a lot. And one of the things there's there's a Facebook group that I'm a part of, which is the the uh, the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates group. And it's a private group, and it's for people who are fans of um, uh, the Weekly Planet podcast, and more specifically the Planet Broadcasting Network, and all the podcasts under that umbrella. Uh, and someone who I cannot remember the bloody name of, because there are so many damn posts throughout this group constantly. There's a post a minute, basically. Um, a lot of good people in there. It's one of the best groups I've ever been a part of. So shout out to to that group. Uh, but someone basically pointed out the fantastic arc that Marvel have taken Tony Stark's character through throughout the MCU yeah. and how from in Iron Man 3 you can see this there's this huge progression not only in the technology the suits and everything all the stuff he's developed but in Tony himself like he is and you see it in Iron Man 2 where he's training non-stop and it's like he's become really adept in hand-to-hand combat and then you see that yeah. in Civil he War, his... he goes toe-to-toe yeah. with Cap and Bucky at the same time. You know, yeah. granted, the suit's giving him a bit of a hand, but suit, yeah. you know... I he, mean, he, he, goes... wouldn't be, he wouldn't have a chance <laughs> without no. the suit. And he, he, <laughs> that's he, obvious. Yeah, he does early in, on in Civil War when Bucky, when Zemo gets the Bucky and he gets out of the UN building and there's the helicopter bit on the roof. But on his way out, you know, and Tony has the, the, the watch unfolding repulsor, the little portable one, you know, he uses that, he disarms Bucky from the gun, you know, it's like, it's the Winter Soldier, it's like he goes one-on-one with him, no suit, and he doesn't get killed, and it's like, you know, you see that progression, you see that in him as a person, he's more caring in Iron Man 3, he's he's completely paranoid about Pepper, and, and, you know, there is that, he is suffering with PTSD from, uh, from the Avengers, and, you see that manifest really well in the, yeah. the scene in the bedroom where it grabs oh, yeah. her. Yeah, the, and the then suit and grabs her while he's kicking about in a dream in his sleep. Yeah, and then as well, and yeah. then at the end of the film where he he gets rid of the arc reactor, and you know he he heals yeah. himself properly, and it's like you know there is that fantastic progression. I think it's handled really well in Iron Man Three. Yeah, um, well, and it's handled you know, really like, well through. You see the beginnings of what he's going to do with that leads to Ultron and stuff yeah, as well. Yeah, in, you in do. This. The progression from throwing himself into the fight to no, we actually need to think about this smart and yeah, you know, find a way to build up to a place where we don't need to be the ones getting into danger and stuff. You see that progression in him. Yeah, I do agree. 
he's easily the most well-developed character yeah. out of the whole, out of all of them. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't say he's the most well-developed. I think it's just he has had more films to kind of shine. I, st- I, th- I'm, I think, because I, I think that Captain America, I think Steve Rogers has had just as much uh, development happen with him because you from the first Captain America up to you know reasonably now going into Avengers Infinity War you've seen the deterioration of his faith in the system yeah he's well, gone on yeah. he's gone on a drastically different journey to Tony which is good because there's a nice variety there it'd be really fucking boring if we had all of our characters doing the same thing yeah um but you know he he's he he he's become this disenfranchised super soldier who's just out freelancing about saving people because that's what he knows is right. Um but yeah, and then even even like I think I think Bruce Banner from Incredible Hulk up to now, he's had a interesting arc. I mean, you know, we've only really seen him in the Avengers films and Thor. Um and yeah. it's like, and he, you know, there is that development there as well. And I think, obviously, a bit more so in Ragnarok. Um, but even like, even like Tom Holland's Peter Parker Spider-Man, he's had a massive amount of development over a film and a half. Yeah, uh, no, I'm not taking away from any of it. No, yeah, of course, just, of course. Because th- it's one of the things that they have done really well. Um, it's just, it's the flip side that Marvel mm. really need to work on the developing good villains <laughs> which we're hoping maybe they fix with Ultron because mm, mm-hmm. we've had what Loki's the only good villain they've had as a character even though he's not stayed the villain necessarily as such the whole time he's yeah he's very he's, he's on the dark side of the fence but he's no, clo- close enough to grab I would say you know, you know you're, you're not alone when you say that but I, I'm in the minority though because I, I, I've always found Loki's a bit one note to be honest As I've always thought he's, he's been a bit just sort of don't get me wrong Tom Hiddleston's very good and I, I, I like what they do with him in uh, Ragnarok but for the most part he doesn't I don't know. He's, I don't think he's the best villain that Marvel have produced. Um, I think he was. I think Michael Keaton's Vulture kicked the shit out of him on that spectrum. And I think yeah. the 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 Killmonger in Black Panther is a better villain. Um, uh, regardless of the kind of rushed pacing of his plan in that film, but um. Yeah, I d- I d- yeah, I don't know. I think I don't know. I, I suppose it's difficult that way because because Loki's not a an out and out villain mm. in that way because he, his motivations are purely about himself. Yeah, which means he's drifted he's drifted back and forth across the line. He's been helpful. And then stabbed them in the back, and then yeah, and turned up and saved the day, and then, and then stabbed, stabbed them in the back. back that's and that's my point. It's kind of one note. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just can't you know, and it's just like, eh. Uh, I I look forward to that character being done with. To be honest, um, yeah, I would like to see. I think Marvel are now in a position to be able to bring in the sort of weirder characters, the slightly more odd. Characters. I think I think you're right in the sense that you know it probably is time for 
the likes of Loki to disappear back into the background or or get killed off or whatever mm. at this point. As long as they have a some kind of plan to bring in some new and interesting villains. Well, we're perhaps we're, we're, that are going to stick around for multiple well, films. At well, a this time is or the whatever. thing: Captain Marvel is going to be giving us the Skrull, who are an alien race, shape shifting race who are naturally basically the equivalents of um steve rogers super super soldier are are Um, they the ones from agents of shield yes they are current they are in the current series i believe um i'm not up to date with it mm, but what about before what was that before i think or something yeah i think that was the kree they're the they're the avengers ones yeah. Um, I think we've seen them. I don't know. Let me double check. Scroll. MCU. I don't think we've seen the scroll as of yet in the MCU. I think we we, we are going to be getting them in. Uh, yeah, Captain it's Marvel. been so long since I watched Agents of Shield, but I was thinking of the the guy that's been in it from the first season that turns against them, sort of thing, and gets killed multiple times and then doesn't stay dead and keeps yeah. reappearing. Yeah, yeah the, um, and they they travel through the black fucking blob thing that takes them to another world and all that. No, I don't know. You've lost me. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. Tell me it again. The the black cube thing that melts into goo, <laughs> and it's a portal to another place. What? Back oh. back way up. <laughs> Start again. Start uh, Start again. I need to Google stuff. Now. No, 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 please, please. Because I'm not going to lie to you, Adam. I didn't hear the first bit because I was reading a thing. <laughs> um, do, you, do you remember the... I forget the name of it, which is blatantly apparent to everyone apart from you. <laughs> uh, the the black cube thing that like melts itself into goo and stuff. What film? No, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I haven't fucking watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, what? <laughs> I watched series four for a few episodes because Ghost Rider was really good. Um, sorry, you made that as if you'd seen it. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. My, my uh, sorry, knowledge, I, I, my I knowledge of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is what I've heard from other people. All right. Um, but, well, but I was just... no point asking you, but listeners, no, no, no. you'll know who I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I think they're the Kree who have shown up in Agents right. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because... Um, I've just I've this is what I was reading when I missed that bit. I I just checked is that the the the, the scroll haven't shown up yet. Um right. but their like their language has been spotted throughout the universe like some of their alphabet has been seen in some episodes of Agents of Shield and in Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians 2. Mm. Um like the alphabet shows up in graffiti and other areas. Um but but basically the scroll's motivation for domination of earth is because the scroll are at war with the kree it's been going on for fucking ages and yeah. the earth is a pivotal strategic strong point and they want it to because yeah. they think it will win them this war which uh, would retroactively explain why the kree fucking showed up wanted to be uh, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. As, a, as opposed to purely just loki's yeah. I'm going to bring random aliens here to fuck shit up because I can. Exactly. So the thing is, is cause they're meant, they are going to be the villains in Captain Marvel. Uh, Cap- but the interesting there is Captain Marvel takes place in the 90s. So it's going to be before the Avengers. 
So we're going to see maybe their attempt at taking over and then obviously it's interesting because you see that and then you see the way that the Kree went about it. Because the Skrull, like I say, they're shapeshifters. They're very, they're like low-key. They go in and they... they they kind take of, important possessions, sort of yeah, thing, yeah. Assimilate but and take control the, that way. The thing with the scroll is they can go so deep undercover that they forget that they are scroll, and they will just believe that they are the the person they're impersonating. Hmm. Um, so now there is a new thing going around with the it's kind of this game that's being played in the broadcasting Facebook group that I'm in. Is everyone's playing the game of who do you think's already a scroll? <laughs> who's a yeah. scroll who do you think who do you think's a scroll um and so and and also because nick fury is going to be in captain marvel set photos show us that sam jackson hasn't got an eye patch on um so we're going to see a pre-eye patched nick fury probably uh and then if you remember in the winter soldier he has that line where he's like you got to be careful who you trust I tr- last time i trusted someone i lost an eye so now mm-hmm. As many of many of us are theorizing that uh, probably he's going to have a friend or partner in Captain Marvel who turns out to be a scroll and fucks his eye up. Um, what if it's Captain Marvel that ends up being a scroll? That'd be a fucking mad twist. I don't think so because because it would explain why she's not around. No. Well, this is the thing. Um, there's, there's this people are wondering if she, she's going to show up at the end of. Infinity War in some capacity, uh, if she because the, the, they think she might have something really big to do with Avengers Four, despite the fact that uh, they're only just filming Captain Marvel and Avengers Four wraps filming last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but the and because the thing is, is that apparently Avengers Four, like I said, like we discussed a few weeks back now, the title for the Russo brothers have said that the title for Avengers Four is a spoiler for Infinity War. Yeah. Um and so a lot of people are wondering what that could mean and there's gonna be a big shake up and whatever. Um But I, I'm I'm thinking I I don't think she's gonna be a scroll because one of the things is that Ca- Captain Marvel is she's like the most powerful being in the universe, in the Marvel universe. Is that why she's called Captain Marvel? Ah. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what is it is. Is that it's changed, the reasoning's changed a couple part? of times, but, but basically <laughs> she has the the power cosmic. Um, unless I'm getting her mixed up with a different character, I don't think so though. Um, but that power is <laughs> I, mean, kind I, of I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it's it's basically just like mad fucking power, yeah. and like she can fly and she's got like cosmic blasts of energy and all that good shit. Um, Classic blockbuster powers. <laughs> Classic, just beams of yellow light that have weird black spots in them, for some reason, because aesthetic. Because kapow! Because <laughs> kapow, exactly, because kapow. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, what were we on about? Um, <laughs> Iron Man 3. <laughs> uh... Scroll. Uh, How far, how far back do we need to go? Oh no, the Kree didn't invade in Avengers. It was the Chitari. Oh, the, <laughs> oh the, no! The Kree are the big blue bastards from Guardians of the Galaxy. Ronan, he's a Kree. Oh right. There we go. Yeah. How ah, we figured it out. Um, 
Oh, he's going to be in Avengers, uh, in Captain Marvel, Ronan. So that that'd be interesting. Uh, well, I don't know. He wasn't particularly interesting. Well, uh, this is it. A lot of people are hoping that maybe this film will redeem that character, and that we'll get to see. Yeah, I I, I think it might do. Um, um, I mean, giving him anything to do with help, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, what was I gonna? I can't remember where I was going to go with that. Oh, no. Now I'm sad. <laughs> uh, oh. we've, we've lost our train of thought. And I don't know what the destination was, so I can't help. <laughs> Bloody Jude Law's going to be in Captain Marvel. He's, he will be Marvel. Real comic book character, not even joking. <laughs> not Not even surprised. Marvel. Were, were you maybe going to explain why Captain Marvel isn't around now? Oh yeah, the, 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 the th- that's where I was going. The theory is that um, he, uh, she, rather, excuse me. <laughs> it's no, my my problem there is that I was reading the bit about Marvel, who was the original Captain Marvel, um, right. who, and then passes the title down. Or she or Carol Danvers adopts his name of Marvel and turns it into Marvel and whatever it's an homage. I don't know, but um, he's a Cree. But uh, the 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 theory is that maybe in the Captain Marvel film we find that Carol Danvers, i.e. Captain Marvel, uh, aka Captain Marvel, excuse me, ends up getting lost in space or or can't get back to Earth. And that's why we haven't seen her around. Um, uh, Which I would buy. I think that would make sense. And then I think... Because I I tell you why I think it would be interesting is because I think we're meant to be getting Captain Marvel before we see Avengers 4. And so this is what I'm thinking. Maybe she shows up at the end of Infinity War and it's like maybe she helps save the day or stops someone from dying or, you know, she shows up and helps... And everyone's like, who the fuck are you? And then she's like, well, let me tell you. And then, bam, we get her origin movie. And then Avengers 4 happens. Uh, yeah. Of course, we've got Ant-Man and the Wasp as well. And then and Let me check the timeline, actually. Let, when is Captain Marvel meant to be coming out? MCU. Uh, it really depends what order the films are coming out to decide how you're trying to piece these together where we speculate about them. Indeed. Let me have a look. Right, so we're getting Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Avengers 4. Right. And, and that still will... filming Captain Marvel just now? They're, yeah, I think they're midway through production. Apparently, this is the thing, last week they entered production officially, but they've been filming for about a month already because there's been set pictures and stuff. Yeah, um, that's... Unfortunately, oh, it's yeah. a confusing world, Alfred. It, it, <laughs> film production is odd. Um, yeah, like but, filming this after Avengers Four, yeah. but that's coming out after. That's I don't know. Well, I, I think what it is is that Avengers Four is going to see the departure of a lot of actors, and they filmed uh, four back to back with Infinity War. Yeah, and I think they did that so that uh, these, you know, a lot of the actors weren't basically done with their contracts and then had to wait around a year to go and film the next one and they just you know they kind of did that for that reason yeah. um but the the as currently 
it's fascinating that it is in post-production before Captain Marvel. Because those are out next year. <laughs> um, but yeah, but we're going to... So, yeah, so we're going to get... Uh, Avengers 4 closes Phase 3, and then Phase 4 is going to kick off with a Homecoming sequel. And as yet unconfirmed everything else, um, I think. At the moment, basically, there's just the un- untitled Spider-Man <laughs> sequel, which is meant to be out July next year. And then Guardians 3 is going to be 2020. Um, and this list doesn't have the other potential films listed at the minute, which is a bit annoying. So let me just... Doctor see. Strange 2. Well, we don't know if Doctor Strange is getting a sequel. Yeah, it's part. It's expected. It's one of those. You, you, we assume it will have one. That's kind of yeah. Kind of fell in a little bit. Just we're, on the, we're meant to be getting yeah, six assumption. films over twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two, which scares the life out of me, to be honest. Yeah, that's. Um, I think two a year is enough. <laughs> three well, yeah. a year is pushing it. I think I don't mind the three a year, to be honest. But you just said it scares you. <laughs> it scares me. It scares me. In the, just it scares me. It's an ex- it's an excited scared. I'm scared oh. in the sense because it, for the first time in ten years we don't know what's coming. Yeah, because we're we're not sure who's going to no. die. Because they be because by the time we reach the end of phase three, you know everything could be fucking mad for all we know, you know. And it's like and and we've kind of gotten the standard of Marvel characters out of the way now. Yeah. Um, so when we enter into Phase Four, Phase Five, we're going to be playing with, you know, Doctor Strange and a new Spider-Man potentially, and you know, it's it's, yeah. it's a bit more mad. Crazy also, shit with the Guardians. <laughs> more, well, yeah, but I think Guardians Three is meant to be the end for them. Yeah, I think they're all saying for it was three. It, technically more, but three yeah, Guardians it, films yeah, and then the, the, the two three Avengers. Three of their own films and then yeah. the whatever Avengers films they were saying yeah. for. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite... I'm, I'm just excited to see where we end up. Because as well, given the way that the Fox Disney thing is going at the minute, there's a very real chance that by the time that happens we'll be getting the X-Men in the MCU or the Fantastic Four. You know, it's like they've said we've we've got confirmed dates for six films 2021, 20, 2022. But that doesn't mean... Oh, it's going to be Doctor Strange and Black Panther 2 and, you know, Captain Marvel 2 and Spider-Man 2 and 3. And, you know, for all we know, it could be Spider-Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, Doctor Strange, X-Men, Black Panther, yeah. Fantastic Four. You know, it could, like, we don't yeah. know. And that excites yeah. me. Just hope they're not rushing it. <laughs> I don't think they are. Kevin, yeah. I think Kevin Feige... Um, has got uh, got his head screwed on. Oh yeah, the, it's one of those. The only kind of black mark against them has been that the villains have been a bit lackluster, but everything else has gone pretty much off without a hit. Truly, mm. all the continuity is all basically fine, apart from Homecoming, <laughs> ruining yeah. it all and shifting things. But you know, but the apart thing is from though. <laughs> I've I've recently I recently found out that um, technically Homecoming doesn't 
because it's just that homecoming takes place at a different time than we think. Because when he's in the shop and he's buying like a bag of crisps or something, someone, some nutter, has gone on that 4K Blu-ray and zoomed all the way in and read the uh, the date on the crisp packet, and it says 2018 on it. And it's just like, what? <laughs> when are you? When do you take place homecoming? Yeah, I mean, he, regardless of when it takes place, the fact that there's confusion means that it's fucked the timeline a little bit. Just in, it, the, yeah. in the sense it's raised questions whether the whether we've gotten it wrong and just assumed that it's taking place then and it's actually 2018. They never told us <laughs> properly as such. Or the, no, there was the opening bit, didn't it? It said something. Mm, eight years that, later. Yeah, that... that f- oh, it's, it's fine. Everything else has been... Yeah. Everything else has been fine. Right, well, Alfred, if you need to wrap up, we can stop. <laughs> what was even the point of me sending that message? <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners, peek behind the curtain. I've got a band practice tonight because it's fucked up our recording schedule. We were meant to record later and go for longer. Um,. You can just hold it faster. They don't, they don't no, need fuck to them. No, gonna, I'm going to tell them because it's content. Uh, <laughs> I got a message from my buddy who gives me a lift to practice, drummer in the band, and he basically said, hey man, go fill up the car and then I'm going to be on my way to come and get you, which basically means I need to stop podcasting now and go get dressed because yeah. I'm still wearing my lounge <laughs> about wear because I've just been hanging out today. Yeah, um, no, Not your band practice wear. Not my band practice wear, i.e normal clothes um <laughs> and so i just thought i thought oh, i'll discreetly message adam instead of drawing attention to it in the recording i'll just send him a message i'll say hey man i'm gonna have to go in a bit and i thought that instead of him going well if you've got to go maybe <laughs> we'd he, he would go oh yes okay and so if one of us then made a quick dash towards the exit in a casual manner that felt unnatural in the slightest it would be alright but no you had to draw attention to it so there you ruined (laughs) it this podcast is even shorter than the last one it's alright the conversation drifted off anyway that's true (laughs) so we could just fade out there and slap the the outro on it boom Uh, we can chat about our plans I'll do running order for Friday anyway Put, put that question in it well, the, the, question. the question. Yeah. Because that's a cool question. Should we yeah. stop recording now? If you like this episode of the Rattle On Podcast, be sure to let us know by tweeting us at Rattle On Pod or send us an email to rattleonpod at gmail.com. Tell your friends, leave us a review, and until next time, peace out.